to another two-parter episode everybody uh, today is episode 509 and Zach and I are going to be continuing our talk about AI what is it where it belongs and kind of the analyzing the gray area that is AI art so enjoy And so there is a part of me where I'm like, most people don't see it that way, I don't think, unfortunately. And by the people going on ArtStation already is depressing. (laughs) It's hard not to be sad because you look at it and everyone's like, obviously, unreal. And you're like, everyone, why is everyone so good? Um, But now they're going to see AR art and be like, oh, like. I can just do this and then post it and get like attention and show off my work and stuff when really that's not the point of it. No, you know, point is to like no. use it as inspiration. So maybe it'd be cool if there was like a, if there was a, um, a platform where you could, you could throw in your, your rendered images, your generated images and based on your, and like, when you upload your image, you include the prompts you used. And based on the prompts, there's categories on the platform of like just, you know, categorizing everything. And it's just something for people to go on there and get inspiration from. It's like a live, like growing mood board. Inspiration oh, okay. board. I like that. You know, where instead of me, like, if you know, because again, you know, as like you're messing around with BRP and stuff, right? It's like yeah. how quick you're able to come up with some like really quick, quick and dirty like ideas mm-hmm. for, you know, like some ideation ideas for the, for the designs. Right. And already that's way more efficient, you know, important as a designer. It, it is. yeah. But imagine if you want to be even more efficient, you're like, well, I don't have time to necessarily do it myself or wait for the images to rent to generate, or I can't think of the, the prompts right now. And instead you go on this platform, just type in like, you know, whatever you want, whatever you're looking for. And then you just come up with, you know, endless pages of, these images that follow the same prompts and then you're left with like endless sources of inspiration and stuff winter city mobility 2035 yeah see what comes up and like i would i would rather it see it be used that way Mm -hmm. you know because i think there is a problem when it's like just on there and people see it and they're like oh it's like the end product like what you get out of it you just that's it it's done now you can show it off post online kind of thing which is not the case yeah but i've seen this there's this interesting point here in this little blog i guess 
I don't know who wrote it. Um, he's talking about like AI, AI versus like traditional, the traditional medium encompassing digital drawing, analog drawing, photo bashing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he says, however, we are not in competition as a whole. In the entertainment industry, time is money. And if you can turn out 10 images an hour, that's good. And if you can turn out 100, that's even better. But when you're in a market where you want to sell prints or simply selling the individual image in and of itself, the, the buyer ultimately decides what they like and what they want to spend their own money on, dependent on many factors. And one of the factors that they do not probably ever consider, unless it's a commission, is if you spent how much time you spent on a painting right. or an image or anything like that. If you say, oh, I spent 100 hours on it, that's not necessarily going to make them want to buy it that much more. Right. Whereas, and that proves the efficiency point of the AI thing that much more. And like I've considered, I haven't yet. I did use... Uh, mid journey back in September at the beginning phase of the BRP project, just to try it out because I was curious um, to see what it did. And I, I burned through all the sample images in that one morning. I just created like a, yeah. a faux um, discord account with another email. Um, but I'd like to try it for work and like the initial, like the early stages of a project where a client's like, okay, we've got, this idea and this theme and we want to do something kind of like this uh wh what are your ideas and that's a hard spot to be in um because typically it ends up going there's all the new projects kind of fall into a few buckets and one is like they have a lot of money and we can do something super spectacular so you've got full creative freedom another one is they've got a good amount of money and they've got a theme and we designed to that theme based off of what we've done before and what we know how to do. And then the third one is they don't have a whole lot of money. They have like just enough and it's a good creative challenge because we have to like push ourselves to help them satisfy their goals of creating a cool, unique playground, but also one that is not going to break the bank. Right. And that's like it, all of them are big team collaborations, but the first one and the third one are probably the hardest because one, you have full creative freedom and full financial freedom. And the other one, you have almost the opposite, but I wouldn't say you have no creative freedom because you do, but it's somewhat limited also because of the budget because whether you like it or not, that is a restriction. Right. So coming up with early ideas for that can be a little challenging in the same way that coming up for early ideas for, you know, something where you, it's, it's total blue sky and you have all the money in the world can be very challenging because mm -hmm. when you have all the options, you very rarely pick anything. Right. But even just getting a few, like a few prompts together, how it relates to the space as a whole, like from uh, from a landscaping perspective even if it's an image that acts as that piece of inspiration that then turns into its own idea and its own concept, that's time well spent. That's resources well spent because it's getting you from point A to point B 
which will ultimately put you towards point C, which ideally allows you to continue on and on and on down the creative line until you finish um, the project, however many years that takes. Um, and we did do some AI thing in a design meeting a couple, I'm going to say a couple months ago, actually. It was a while back. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard because someone else who maybe has been doing it for a hell of a lot longer than I have or anyone at work has, like a old semi-retired landscape architect who's like got a chart pack marker in his mouth <laughs> and like twiddling with his fine liners might be like, no, the only way to do it is by hand. And that's a tricky-ish, that's a tricky spot right. to be in because... Feel like whether you like it or not, that's the way that the world is going. Yeah, is and I, there's yeah. AI art's going going to be a part of it, no matter what. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things. It's like if you you can complain about it as much as possible, and even if it is not ultimately a good thing, if you don't adapt, you're just going to be behind. You know, mm -hmm. it's like the electrification of vehicles in a way. Yeah. where, like it or not, it's going to happen at some point in the future. Not that, And it's not that combustion engine cars will become obsolete because they'll still be there. If anything, it may place more value on, on those vehicles in the same way that the abundance of AI art may put more emphasis and more focus on traditional analog art. I'm not sure. I, I kind of hope that's the case. Um, yeah from a selfish perspective but beyond that i don't know like to to think of where it would be in five years no idea because i feel like in even in the whole pandemic we went from like nft is blowing up to crypto blowing up to yeah, crypto crashing away. yeah to now ai art like artificial intelligence generated artwork popping up. And then what's after that? Is it going to go away? Or is it just going to, is it kind of going to fizzle out and no one's really going to be interested in it because, you know, they were excited because it's a new thing, but now there's not much left to it. And they're like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. I don't really care. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to like. It's kind of impossible to predict. It, right? It's kind of the point. Like, who would have predicted all the, all the AR stuff? Really, you know? No one. I wouldn't have. Yeah, like catching on the way it did stuff. So I don't know. I think you just have to like. I just think yeah, we gotta deal with it, but we gotta also fucking use it better. Yeah. How do you mean use it better? Like, I just, I think just, like, making sure people know, like, you know, because it would bother me, too, to see, like, a tool being used, like, as the end result. Hmm. As the end journey, so to speak. As the end journey. And it's, like, there's always going to be people being, like, oh, it's free, art, sure. And you're, like, oh, all this easy money. It's, like 
the people who are going to pay a shit ton of money for art are going to buy art that's from someone who did it by hand. Yeah. That's just how it is. That's and people say, oh, NFTs. Have yeah, but that was like, that's kind of gone and passed. And that was already such a wild card. It really was. Like, that was such like, you know, everyone tried it. And only a few yeah. people were successful from it because at the end of the day, it's not like you're just like, oh, I have NFTs, blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, you're rich. It's like, no, like, that's not how it people works. People aren't going like, to buy it just because it's an NFT. No. It's only the lucky few that got, like, really rich off of it and stuff, right? But Which So I know be... the same thing's going to happen. People are going to see, you know, there'll be some YouTuber that's like, see, you can make free, easy, great AI art and then sell it for, you know, a shit ton of money and blah, blah. Like and then you just kind of like... The turquoise hair. Yeah, and you just kind of ruin the whole tool, unfortunately. But I think hmm. regardless of the trends, I think whoever learns to, like, actually master that tool, they'll come out on top in the end, right? Like, yeah, so. I think so. Have you listened, or do you know, does Beeple do any AI-related stuff with his art? Do you know? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. I'm not I'm sure. Not sure. I don't think if so. Was, I don't think so either. I don't think like, so. Just in knowing the little bit about him that I do, I don't think he yeah. does. I think, and it's not that he's against it. It's, it's not his practice That's to do it. His practice is to put these digital models together in a scene and light it and rig it and do all this stuff mm -hmm. and create an image that way or model something and create mm -hmm. an image that way. Not type all that stuff into a computer or a prompt generator and no. get an image. But no. conversely, it may be someone else's thing. Yeah, and also I feel like it's like it's a tool, but it's... It's not like the end-all, be-all tool for everything. There's mm -hmm. still, um, there's still like the right place, the right time to use it. There's still times you should use it, and times you shouldn't. Like for him, he probably doesn't need an extra source of creativity. He just come up with some crazy ideas in the head, and then goes ahead and makes it. Mm -hmm. The way I would see it, like I, you know, if you're already really good at digital painting. You could yeah. tell someone and be like, you know, someone said to you like, oh, can you paint like, you know, a hillside with like a wrecked castle in the distance and it's kind of like stormy and uh, there's an army approaching, like all this stuff, right? The same prompts they would use to do in a mid-journey, that's kind of the um, description you're giving to the artist. They'll be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And if you're the artist maybe you'd throw it in mid journey to help you come up with a rough idea. But the only reason why I see that you would is to see how the AI takes those words and how they create the composition. Not, not like the actual what's in the competition uh, composition. Cause you know, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's the castle with the army approaching. It's thunderstorm, blah, 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 Hills. You can picture that as an artist, but it's more so like, you know, most people might, you know, rule of thirds. Okay, I'll put the castle, you know, kind of top right-ish in the rule of thirds area and then have the hills and have like a big hill in the foreground, have the army going over there. And then, oh, I'll put the storm clouds like this and these are the colors you use. With AI, the power comes from like it, AI thinks 
in a way that we can't comprehend because it's not a brain. It's not an organic brain. Yeah. It thinks totally differently. And so the outcomes they come up with might be from a completely different perspective than anyone else would ever think. And so you might come up with some crazy interesting composition that most people wouldn't have come up with. Like that's how I'd use the tool or for like car design. I wouldn't just like, you know, Oh, what would a futuristic Ferrari look like? Mm -hmm. Cause that's your job anyways. And like, but I might think of like, you know, if it's a really out there far in the future, conceptual idea where you're really challenging the idea of what, you know, a car is, what a vehicle is. That's when you might throw something into mid journey and and be like you know just like public transport or, or you know personal transport comfortable intuitive autonomous aerodynamic spacious whatever mm-hmm. and, and you then never see mention the word car yeah but don't mention the word car and and see how an ai takes that image and what they come up with and not mm-hmm. like the specific lines and the design of the thing because it's probably gonna be a bit whack um probably too weird for something that we would be used to now yeah. but you might see how an ai thinks of transport mm-hmm. and now you're getting one of those really cool ideas that isn't a car yeah. it isn't um it isn't old it's something totally different way of thinking and then you take that and then you apply it to your design. Like that's how I would use the tool and that's why I think it should be used. I agree. Not as like a... And again, I would like to think sometimes get the my, my doubtful side gets the better of me, but I'd like to think that people who actually know what they're talking about, designers, artists who are talented, who have been in the industry for a while, who really know what they're looking for, know what they're looking at, they will see the difference between someone who's used it as a tool to come up with a new way of looking at a design, you know, and someone who just used the generated image and is using that as their design. Right. Right. The average person might not, but that's, you know, that's on the- if you're designing for a studio, then that doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of gray area There's in a lot that, of gray in area. the whole AI topic specifically. It, it, I, it just makes me laugh when I see people that just throw in the images, though. Like, if you want a cool paper, wallpaper for yourself and you don't want to spend the money to pay an artist, yeah, fucking just throw it in. Get an image. Have something cool. Use it. Blah. Done. But, like, if you needed a fucking cool image for your portfolio, you couldn't mm-hmm. find the right. You couldn't find the right free image online. You don't want to do it yourself. You don't want to pay for someone else to digitally paint something for your render. You just throw in a mid journey and you get it done. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You know. But the people who are like just throw it in, get a final image, and then be like, "Oh, there's my final piece." I just kind of I laugh at them. It's to me, it's like secondhand embarrassment because I'm like, bro, <laughs> like you can do so so much much more with that that. yeah you've like you've just scratched the surface you haven't you haven't tapped into the value and the value isn't the actual image that comes out in the end Mm. the value is like how the ai is thinking and how the how what what perspective 
and and the AI is using and how it used those prompts to create an image, not what the image is itself. You know, that's right. That was very well said. Because again, I just think back to the genius fucking Bruce, right? When when we were doing like mood board inspiration boards and he scrapped all of them on the wall because he was like, all of these are garbage. And he was like, you know, you know, you'd see someone who would have like a car, mm-hmm. you know, just like a Ferrari or something or a Lamborghini on their mood board. And he'd be like, first of all, don't put something, don't use a whole image, crop an area. Yeah. So you know to the point where you don't know what the whole thing is because otherwise you're just going to see it as a car and you're going to just going to copy a car to design another car yeah and he's like but also like you're designing something that's supposed to be from 2030 2040 2050 Mm -hmm. but your inspiration is something that was like came out two years ago and was designed like four years before that so it's already six years old so that's not very futuristic like Mm -hmm. the ideas that they had back then are not the same they have now like it's it's old yeah um and obviously that can be hard to try to pick, figure out especially with cars and stuff like what does the future hold like you know how will people treat cars in the next 25 years or whatever that's where an ai tool like midjourney is interesting it is because you're like well this thing's gonna think unlike anyone else on the planet that uh, that's a perfect resource <laughs> to come up with new ideas you need to use you something know? like that so and i like i did the same thing when around the mood board thing when we started the brp project um in uh back in september where the first day of the first class it's my first time meeting these kids mm. in person i'd talked to them online f- through like with Catherine and stuff when they were in first year, but I'd never met any of them in person. So as far as I was concerned, it was first time meeting them. And uh, I went through when they were doing some exercise, I went through the stuff that they had submitted um, to get into the class, like the ideas they, the concepts they submitted and was looking, they, some of them had shared mood boards in there as well. And I feel like I've told this story. I might not have, I might have just told you, but this one kid put in put in this mood board, and it's, you know, there's a there's the like a, a Toyota CHR and a Mustang and like yeah. side views of these cars and wheels and like red brake calipers and all this stuff, and um, like it was all different cars, right? Yeah, there's no real cohesiveness. There was the the new Chevy design language that they have which is actually kind of nice um and added all all those and stuff and i said i asked Catherine. i said can i can i share something at the end of the class like I'll, i need the i need the computer for it but can i share something she's like sure fine um and because next week or the week after they had to come in with mood boards right for their concept that they were pursuing mm-hmm. um to in terms of styling and stuff so I put the I put the thing up on the board and I said, this is the antithesis of a mood board. This is everything that a mood board that a mood board is not. And everyone was like, what do you mean? It was like they yeah. didn't understand it. And the kid who whose board it was just started laughing. <laughs> Probably out of embarrassment. Because I think yeah. he realized as soon as I put it up, he realized, oh, this is not gonna be good. 
this is not going to be good. And I think he almost saw exactly what was wrong with it when I put it up and started talking. Cause it's not, until, it's, it's like, it's not until someone else points out the problem, right. that you notice it. And then as soon as someone does, you see the problems everywhere. Yeah. Um, and told them basically what you just said that Bruce had iterated to you. Um, but that, like, that is something that AI can do as well. Even if it's down to, and Maz is a great example of this, with the whole Kodo mm-hmm. form and design language. Like, Kodo is not about designing cars. Kodo is about, like, the, what is it? The soul of motion or yeah. the soul of movement, something like that. Or the art of movement, something, something like, like that. that. I think the soul of movement that sounds right soul of movement sounds right but it's got nothing to do with things that have four wheels and store humans and store humans move humans (laughs) (laughs) and uh like carry stuff yeah it's a a motif it's like a lifestyle it's a exactly a way of life not a a specific thing Mm -hmm. and there that's and that type of a motif is hard to come up with because yeah. very few companies have a good one. You know, I would yeah. say Mazda and Volvo are probably, and even though they're two very like stark contrasts of each other um, in that respect, they probably do it the most consistently across the yeah. line where everything speaks to each other. Yeah. Um, you know, BMW doesn't do a bad job of it, but it's not necessarily as hard to do because everything everything is just the the same chunky form in the first place Mm. i would i would say from my limited experience with that um and whether what it looks like now is probably less relevant did you hear they're totally tangential but the the new xms are rolling off the production line now that's like the big suv right the electric one yeah, the one that's like two hundred thousand. I saw one the other day, actually, on the road. Really? And that's it's gross. Gross. Is it as hideous in real life? Yeah. As it looks on the computer. Yeah. And it was a I little bit smaller than I thought too. Oh. Um. Okay. But I was like, really? That? That's like quarter of a mil? Like, come on, come and on, bro. Nice. Who fell for that? Who bought that? You fell for BMW's tricks, bro. You tell me who who you saw driving it after. I'm just curious. I can't remember actually. I I, I can't oh, remember who was driving. That's okay. That's okay. I don't remember. But it's um, just like who? How do you fall for that? Do you have eyes that work? Look at it. You looked at that, nice. and then you looked at the price tag. How did your brain connect to him? Like yeah, yeah, that's that perfect. It's exactly what I want. No, bro. Uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. Ultimately. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But to finish my previous thought before I tangent it again, you know, AI would be a great type of solution to coming up with a theme motif for body styling or for or for a foreign language mm. for a product line. Whether or not it's automotive or not, that doesn't matter. But like, you know, look at the Google product aesthetic. All of Google's products from the home to the mini to the the Nest is a bit off, but still, they all speak a similar form language, mm-hmm. similar, similar whites, similar grays. The, 
the soft textile fabric that was so popular in consumer goods for like four years and mm-hmm. has I haven't seen very much of it since you know that but like specifically to say the Mazda and the Volvo styling of things once you figure out the right prompts to write in AI is going to start generating a whole bunch of weird stuff that you never would have thought of yeah because we think about things in a human way a, a brain human works way a which way. is understanding physics and understanding manufacturing and like yeah. if anything we as designers or creatives can think either we can think in a very creative way but in thinking very creatively we're also subconsciously thinking about those limitations of things all the time like yeah oh well oh, we can't do this because metal doesn't do that or if we do that it's going to be crazy expensive because you're gonna to have to 3d print it out of mm. whatever right but AI does not think like that mm. and it can do something and you might be able to say, okay, you, maybe you take the AI images and you're carving them out of clay, right? Just mm-hmm. to see what you can get. And you realize, oh, that physically is impossible. Let me change this up, smudge this, reverse it, regenerate, and then boom, you've got the, the styling and the theming for an entire new line of whatever, you know? And I think as a designer, if you can use that, if you can use AI as a tool in your tool belt, much like how I use a pen and I'm sure you use like tweezers and glue at work, it's all efficiency and it's all skills that add to your repertoire. Some people are really good at 3D modeling. Some people can't 3D model, but maybe they're really good at AI stuff. And that balances them out skills wise. Mm. It's hard to say, but it's making me think that I want to try using it more in day to day work. So that might be a, a challenge for the new year is to integrate AI into um, the in the, into like the concept mm. stage of of projects. I think that actually might be kind of cool. That'd be cool. I wonder if um, I wonder if you could using the right prompts get. Major need to generate a mood board. Oh, you must be able to. There's got to be a way. I would. Like, I wonder if putting, so. like, mood board or inspiration board would be enough for it to do it. Like, I don't know if it would be, like, a, if you would have, like, the separate, like, little squares of, like, images. Yeah. If you could do it to get, if you could use it to get that, that would be kind of cool. Or if it would just be, a, like, a collage I think it would be a collage of weird stuff, like yeah, like a dolly painting almost. Maybe like I I wonder if it's um, I wonder if there's a way to get it because that'd be kind of cool, like to use a few of the motifs you're thinking of and then get to do a mood board based off of those prompts. You know, I'm just typing in AI Mid Journey mood board. Um, See if it's possible. Who knows? So um, it's hard to tell based off what is provided here, whether or not these are just a, I think these are just a bunch of images that someone put together. I guess that would also not be that hard either. You just like generate a bunch of images, be like, you know, if one of them you're looking for, you know, cyberpunk, neon light, Mm. whatever clothing, 
and then like you just take that image and you just add that in a page and then you just the next one i don't know whatever you just yeah just do you know it's like changing the words sometimes even changing the order of words industrial part camera internal i don't know (laughs) you know machine Mm. part line plastic metal what you just try to get something out of it and then whatever comes up you're just like all right let's add that yeah just try it possible i just found a an ai thing dystopian caravaggio self-portrait interesting it's quite creepy interesting but like it's on behance you know yeah ai's on behance it's there it's made its way and there's this one guy, Boca Cheravalo, seems to do everything, most things anyways, in, um, through AI. Although some of his older stuff is obviously has um, other stuff. I don't know who he is or what he does, but I think there's a lot of options and there's a lot of possibility for it. It's just, it's, it's like you with work where you say, I don't want to let work's problems become my problems. Yeah. Because they're not ultimately your responsibility. I don't want to let other people's concerns and tribulations about AI art become my concerns and yeah. tribulations. Because oh. I enjoy it. I enjoy using it. I enjoy using it to make stuff. Yeah. If it's not for somebody else, it's not for them. That's that's fine. On them, and that's fine. Yeah. You don't have to like yeah. it. It's just too cool of a tool not to use. Yeah. Exactly. It's too cool to be mad at. It's too cool for school. Even some of the kids, one of the the students, he did a really good job with his BRP thing. Um, but his kind of money shot image was done in Dolly too. Nice. He was like, it's, it's I think Dolly 2 is a bit different because mm-hmm. it's not quite text to image, but it's like you draw in the area where you want the thing to be right i think like the nvidia thing yeah yeah it's very much like that very much like that um and he got exactly the perspective and exactly the styling that he wanted because he had the ability to do it yeah i wish i would have had it when we're in thesis could have done it for my thesis renders imagine you doing yours like yeah it'd been perfect yeah but I totally agree. Yeah. That is really cool. I, d- I will say I do have a topic that we can talk about for next week that is less um, less dystopian mm. and more um, real world. Sweet. Not real world. That makes it sound like this wasn't real world. <laughs> more industry focused, I would Fair say. Enough. Like um, it. Position related. So I think it's going to be pretty cool. It'll be pretty exciting uh, for when we talk about that next. Oh boy, howdy! That was a good. That was a good show, Zach Watson. Enjoyed that very much. I think I'm gonna go and treat myself to a hot chocolate now. Mm, very nice. To finish off the evening, and then uh, and Saturday we've got Avatar two. Very excited. Big excited. Uh, so yeah, if uh, if you enjoyed what you heard here today, ladies and gentlemen, please send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com or hi dot gmail.com. You can also uh, visit our website, www.bigdesigncompany.com. Speaking of which, I have to cancel my WordPress account so that I can swap mm. over to Squarespace. 
My before better. that renews because that's renewing sometime this week, I think. Like, uh, so yeah, got to do that. And uh, yeah, Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We will see you on Monday. Peace. Peace.